0: hello hello my people <laughs> all right hi everyone welcome to an adult in game with a from yes another body in adult so i'm also finding answers to questions let's just enjoy it together Okay, so welcome back. And today we're going to be talking on feeling forward. I think this is episode six. Oh my God, we've come a very long way. And to think we've actually been touching nice topics, like we've been touching on the core of adulthood. I'm so glad. I hope you're having fun as much as I'm doing out here. Okay, so the quote for today is going to be from or by the reputable and writer of so many books on leadership and So I mean, I've read a lot of his books I've, I've been influenced by a lot of his books So you should take this quote to heart to feel highly, feel often, but always feel forward That's John C. Maxwell In Baba's words, no matter how highly, how much heavy you feel or how often the failures are You must always feel forward like always press forward make sure when you're failing you're improving you're you're moving forward you're not just stagnant or or moving backwards for every failure you've got lessons to learn and you've got more room for improvement so yeah let's get into the crux of today's episode on feeling forward how to handle failure is one tool you won't know you have a need for until you start adulting, Especially if you were an A or A plus student in school. You've never really had to worry about failing because you're even the one the C students come to and it always looked like you have everything all figured out. Yeah. Like I used to be one of those students. I don't I think I I still have, I don't know. But I've evolved. <laughs> but growing up I used to be the model child. Like oh takes first position that kind of thing so I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that so um we how do I put it now it always looks like we have everything all figured out so we literally don't need um any reasons for contingency plans for failure well on the laughter you step into the real world where you discover the difference between failing often to failing fast and forward one of the few things you need to know about failure is, if you are consistently failing at the same thing, you are not growing. Nah. Take a break. <laughs> but really, if, if, you, if you are consistently failing at the same thing, like you keep doing the same thing over and over, and you fail at that same thing over and over, you're not growing. The point of failing is to learn from your errors, rather than expend a lot of effort trying to defend them and cover them up. Because the crux of feeling fast and feeling forward is to become better because of your mistakes, not in spite of them. Another thing um, I think is noteworthy of is that it's not always your fault when things go wrong. Like, yeah, for someone like I am like I can be so hard on myself. Oh my god, I can be so hard on myself. But I've come to realise that sometimes these failures they are so beyond me. Like, i couldn't have done anything better than the way i did so if you get to that point where you realize that okay not all the time is this failure like these failures is adding my fault sometimes sometimes you give it your best and then boom it comes back knocking on your door. that you gotta try me again, but it becomes your fault really when you give up and sit and wallow in self pity or blames. You might not be ne- you might not be responsible for your failures, but you should definitely take responsibility for your success. You have to master the art of turning your failure into knowledge, and knowledge into success. Um. So, like the quote we read earlier was by John C. Marshall and one of my favorite, all-time favorite books on managing failure is Failing Forward, which is by the said author And um in Failing Forward, he actually shared an interesting story from another classic book uh, that's Atom Fear by Ted Holland. About how a teacher of a ceramics class divides her students into two groups. She told the first group they would be graded based on how many pieces they created over the course of the class and the second group was supposed to make just one piece of pottery, but make that the best they can. Common sense you'd think <laughs> that the second group should produce better work, but no. The first group did a better job when it came to the quality of their creations. And um, I know someone out there is wondering why. Like, why, would that, um, why would the first group be the one to do the better job? And the truth is, there are just two reasons for that. Making multiple pieces took the pressure of every single one of them. So failing wasn't so bad. Going through multiple stages of failure allowed them to learn from each one, and they improved with the next piece. So it was easier for them to, like, stay focused, because every time they make a mistake, they, they try it all again and they do it in a better way. So, are going to relate this to real life issues, this is how failure leads to success. You can only address the faults and roots of the failure when you allow yourself to make more. Doesn't When you are determined to understand your failures and then improve on it each time you try again. So the idea is to feel forward, not stay stagnant or backward. The idea is for you to keep trying, for you to feel healthy and feel too do you understand so it's not just about you doing one well, thing and feeling and then feeling like oh this is the end of the world i'm not good at it i'm not good at all and you start blaming yourself you start um, thinking of things outside the context of the reality of the situation do you understand so sometimes you just have to embrace the feeling of healing and trying like you have to keep trying and trying and for every time you try you have to make sure you're improving um briefly i'm just going to share um one of my own fair shares of failure when i was in school and in, in, in my first year and trust me i read like it wasn't i wasn't i didn't live an extravagant life i wasn't even socially active and it wasn't like i was getting distracted or any form of distraction. but then boom i feel like my zoo one one like really from for someone who was an A student before entering into the college and then getting to university and you're flunking <laughs> your first semester courses. So uh, I filled my Zohan award and I had to write it again in my part. It, it affected me but I snapped out of it. And I didn't snap out of it on my own. First thing I did was talk to my mom about it. I had to share with her. I had to make sure that I had to make sure that I my safety. She was the most important person I needed to impress at the time, and if I get her, if I could get her uh, protection, then I, I feel I was going to be okay. So I told her what was going on, and then I seeked help with friends and all. And I did it again in my year too. I feel it again and that was the point where I knew that okay I really need to do something different and I made um, researches I made inquiries on how I can actually read this because okay, it's a zoo there were so many button um zoological names to cram there were so many terms there were so many procedures and I wasn't the cramming type of person I'm more like less of mathematics less give me a formula let me work with a formula let me get you the results so in my year two i failed again then year three was the only last option i had if i didn't want to have an extra year so my preparation for the year three was quite different like it was way different, I had to imbibe different styles, different uh, reading reading methods, I read a different set of people, I, I was picky with, with the kind of friends I rode with, so I, I, like, I needed to change a lot of things, and I, I did so many changes, like I did so many changes, I read and digested the course, and I wrote the exam, and this time around, I had a... And that was a great lesson of failing for me because I am I like I'm a sucker when it comes to failure. I'm the type of person that if I'm aiming at 340 and I score, <laughs> and I score 320, and the pass mark is 280, I'm still gonna beat myself down. Even after passing exceedingly above the pass mark, that is my type of person. So for me, that period, that, that lesson. Was vital for me, and I, and I think I read, I read Feeling Forward by John Maswell around that time with a couple of other books on failure management and also they helped me too. So, I, I feel I should share this. So, when I'm talking about feeling forward, it's not a strange idea to me, it's something I've gone through, it's a process I've gone through, and that that wasn't just the only time I failed. I failed in a couple of other days too, like businesses are failed in, some businesses are failed in. In some high details, there were some high I thought were right, were good, look brilliant, brilliant, and I flunked them. But for every time I feel something, I always have learned to always try harder. I can be myself up, I should take responsibility for my actions, but then I have to get up and try again and again and again, and I'll have to keep improving till I get it right. So when you get to the point where your perspective shifts and failure slowly begins to transform into the stepping stone it actually is, you'll be open-minded to take each and every single opportunity that comes your way. And just because we've asserted that failing isn't so bad anymore doesn't mean you should set out to flunk it on purpose. Instead, try to make the most of each shot you get. And for every shot, aim better so to further address this um feeling forward <laughs> issue because it's something that is very important as a young adult so many young adults are trying to get into a business start something for themselves um change their career um get partnered and and then everything looks so much at the same time, you it's like you're trying to do something and then you don't get any kind of results you want for that thing, and then you try another thing and you're like getting the results you, you expected, and then it, it looks like the whole oh, world is angry with you. It's like you just can can I just get one thing right? I know that feeling, trust me, I really do know that feeling. So, I'll briefly just share some nuggets on how to feel forward, and um, these are not arranged according to importance. So... They're just general nuggets that I think if we can work, but like if we can work in them, we should get some positive um, results as a result of feeling forward. So um, talk. You're not alone. Please talk to people about it. Don't make yourself an island. Seek for help. Talk to the people you're most scared of disappointing and draw from their strength. Maybe they've been waiting for you to even ask for the help. Ask questions, your styles and techniques could be good but may be obsolete. Don't wreck yourself in silence, at least talking about my challenges helped me. That is it, talking about my challenges, confiding in my mom, confiding in some um, group of friends that they've written the exams and they exiled in the exams, um, made it easy for me to actually get back on my feet and prepare harder for the exams I failed back then in school. Um, and there's the part of goal setting, so you have to set clear goals, you have to be specific about your goals and its benefits on many levels, so you'd instantly know which opportunities to take or not. Not all that glitters is good, also they say, so not every goal, not every um, not every opportunity that comes your way is good for you, or, or, or it, it, apart from the fact that it's good for you or not good for you, you might not be necessarily ready at a point in your life, at a phase in your life for those opportunities. Hence, if if you're taking up opportunities that you're not ready for, you'll most likely be disappointed because you would fail at it. And that is not going to help you any further. You, You get me? So, manage yourself by staying focused and motivated. There will always be a lot of things to do in your career. And by trying to, and by trying to do it whole, it will be hard to keep up which it will be hard to keep up which will only result in frustration. This is why many people start strong in their postures and give up halfway. Be clear about your goals and pick only a few priorities to focus on at a time. Small steps in the right direction leads to big results. Small steps in the right direction needs to big results. I always remind myself when I'm getting on overdrive. I am always on overdrive. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm always on overdrive. But whenever I'm getting on overdrive like that, like I have made conscious decisions. I always remind myself. I even posted it on my wall in the office. Baby steps, baby. Sometimes it is just great just pray, just breathe. and then I read it over and over again till it really sinks in. Just breathe baby steps baby so and it works it works it always does then there's check your mindset being optimistic doesn't come naturally to everyone not everybody can be as poorly as i am and as poly harnish as as poly harnish as i am oh my god sometimes i usually jab myself to like move on like <laughs> i need mean, Or sometimes i get people doing that for me like come on baby move on already so i think it's the i think mindset is the most worth working on part of this whole thing like when you develop a growth mindset you always learn from your failures and you would always evolve a good examples are babies yes babies babies because the norms of success and failure have not yet been imposed upon them. Unlike adults who spend a lot of time planning to avoid failure, babies learn by experimenting. That is it. They are so... I don't know, I admire babies Like, when I look at them and I I see how they evolve. I'm like, I used to be like this, like, Jesus, what happened? Well, old age, adulthood, growing up. Babies they learn by experiment, which eventually leads to constant improvement for them. They don't have any expectations, like they have to learn it on their own. By trial and error. <laughs> so maybe I should just tell you to be babies at heart. Mm. I think there's something like that? Like you should be kids at heart. When you are kids at heart you learn so. You learn to move on easily you learn to forgive easily you learn to grow easily you learn to let go easily so i think that's the best thing we should all be babies at heart yes don't be rigid allow some flexibility in your life stay true to your boundaries and take conscious steps to expand your reality Check yourself well if there are industries or locations you're not exploring in your career because of beliefs you've adopted about what's possible or not. By confining yourself to your comfort zone, you stifle your growth. That is it. You have to be flexible. You have to be flexible enough to allow yourself to grow. Because if you're going to be dogged about what you think is right, what works for you, this is what I used to do, or this is what somebody used to do, it might not work for you, so you have to be flexible. You have to know that okay, um, I can do it this way too, or I can try it out this way too. Or this person said I can do it this way, so I don't necessarily have to do it my own way. Not because your way is wrong or or it cannot work your way, but just so you could get better results from whatever you've been getting before. Then you have to be mindful. Um, due to myopia, as humans, we tend to knock ideas down before ever giving them a chance. But sometimes, it's best to just empty your mind and be in the moment. Remove absolute failure as an option from your career. That's the thing, remove absolute failure. From a career perspective, this is critical for networking conversations, interviews and business meetings. We tend to be so focused on our well-rehearsed and packaged sophisticated appearances that we end up providing canned and rehearsed responses without listening. And this often leads to missing out on opportunities for genuine connection. I hope you understand that. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so um you have to be passionate about words. I think that's the last one on my list. You have to be passionate about what You have to endeavour to always make the situations win-win, no matter what. Whether or not you get the results you want, you have to always put in place measures to keep growing and moving towards your goals. Seek feedbacks from your mentors and target employers, so as to know where to work on, and never stop aiming for continuous improvement. That's the thing. Never stop aiming for continuous improvement. Always ensure that in everything you do, the goal is so that you can be better than what you used to be. In everything. You should be the better version of yourself. Like when I, when you, if anyone asks me now, what do you see yourself to be in the next ten years? It is, it is me, but the better version of me. It? It's not like somebody, but it's me, the better version of me. So I'm in a competition with myself. I'm in a competition with outshining whatever my today is, outshining whatever my yesterday was. That's it. I have to be better. I have to do better. Do you understand and, and I feel when you have that kind of mindset with the flexibility to know that okay you won't always be right you have to try new methods you have to you have to um, embrace starting all over I think the problem is people are scared of starting all over they like the fact that you have to start from the beginning is scary and I can relate really to that but this is real life. Why failing can seem daunting because of the conditions we've placed on ourselves and the self-imposed meanings we've assigned to failure. It doesn't need to be that way. The point is to not let setbacks set you back for too long. Embracing failure as a way to grow and setting yourself up to win no matter what will pave the way for your success. Yes. I hope you ruminate on this and you try to digest it and think about it. Failure is not so bad after all. It is supposed to make you better. And the earlier you discover that, the better. Because you to save you from being bitter or unnecessarily hard on yourself, you have to spot the faults and work on the faults and get the results you want. And it it sounds like I'm giving you a one, two, three step to get things done. But really, I understand that it is not that easy. But at the same time, just try it out. Pick the pattern again and continue your relay. Oh, sorry, did I just say relay? Continue your race. <laughs> this is not a relay. It's not somebody passing. It's not somebody like transferring anything to it. it's you on your lane trying to get your things together and trying to get things done for you and your loved ones and the entire world as a whole. And I wish you good luck doing that. I wish you good luck finding your footings. I wish you good luck building that career. Starting it from the scratch all over again and getting it beyond whatever you thought you would help get it to. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast today, I really appreciate the time you listening to it, and I hope you do well by following me on all my social media accounts, Instagram and Twitter at O underscore underscore for me. then um, my Facebook address is only you You can also check out the website, that's the blog www.ofomaby.com. And if you have any questions, or topics you would like us to address. Can please send them to an adult? So from me at gmail.com. I love you guys. And I hope you really enjoy this adulting. I'm trying my best too. <laughs> Alright. Bye. Peace out.